like to welcome all of you listeners to episode three of the My Day Off podcast. Woo. Today, I have a very, very special guest. Her name is Olivia Douglas. Thank hey, you for everybody. being here. Oh, thanks for having me, Henry Golet. Wow. Um, <laughs> why'd you have to throw my last name in there? <laughs> Did you not want to trying to keep uh, anonymity with all this. No, I'm not, but... Yeah, I thought that you wanted to be a famous rock star. Yeah, that Podcast. sounds that sounds like me. Podcast fame. A famous rock star. Top 100 on iTunes. That'd be the day, but <laughs> let's just start small first. I just hope more people other than my close friends listen to this. Oh, God. That felt like a burn to yourself. <laughs> it did. It did. However, you know, great things come from small beginnings. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you have to say amen. If I end a phrase with amen, you're forced. Amen, brother. You are forced into it. I'm forced. So. They tell you to like lift your hands and worship and like I want to take my hands down even if they're already up. You're such a four. So (laughs) so rebellious. I'm not going to talk about Enneagram. That's probably the last reference I will make. So he says. Yeah, so. Henry's been jumping on this train even harder than everybody else around us. No, I just like to know. For myself, so that I can engage in conversation when the time comes. Interesting. Because it's better to me if people don't think I know about it, and then I could say, oh, blah, 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 and then that's the end so of that. So you can be impressive? That's you. That no. feels like... <laughs> no, that's totally... That feels like the result of a childhood wound. We should like address that. Anyway, so I'm very <laughs> excited that you're here today. It really... So uh, let's, let's um, set the stage a little bit. I actually was driving all the way to Indian land today. And the great part about a long drive is that it gives you a lot of time to contemplate, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's you every day. I felt like this is your life. You're literally always (laughs) driving far away. I spend like two to two and a half hours in the car every day. Wow. The joys of living far from everything. Quote unquote joys. joys. Yeah, no. The (laughs) joys. I really Uh, love driving far distances. (laughs) Well, it's fun. I mean, it gives me time in the morning to think and pray and do whatever I need to do. But I definitely will. I'm looking forward to the day that I don't fill up my gas every, you know, six days. Oh, you only fill up every six days? I have an 18 gallon tank on me. And I get like 27 miles to the gallon. That's actually, that's not bad. Feels bad to me. Well, you only fill up anyway. Sorry, I don't want to go any of those directions. <laughs> that's that's not what the listeners want to hear today. But let's set the stage. I was literally going through my phone, and I pulled up all of our voice memos. Wow. I didn't listen to all of them because I would still be listening to them if I were to listen to all of them. Yeah. But what's I, our record now? What's our number? Oh, I, I lost count. A long Probably time. Probably at like 300. And it's easily, it's easily in the 300s. However, some deep chats. I know I, I started to go through some of them and then I went through like one or two and I realized, you know what? I don't think we even need to do this because there's, there's a lot in the here and now that we can talk about, you know? Um, anyway, so for those of you out here, out there, and hopefully that's a lot of you who don't know who Olivia is just yet. Um, she was one of the main people that encouraged me. You encouraged me several months ago to do this. So mm-hmm. it's very fitting to me that all of these all of these months later, the last time that I get to spend a little bit of time with you before you go on this 18-inch journey, we'll talk a little bit about that later, mm-hmm. 
it's very fitting that we get to actually that that you're here doing this with me. Oh, it's so exciting. I can't wait. I found myself getting emotional about that as I was driving here and I'm I kept thinking, man, this feels this feels right. So again, I'm I'm super honored that you're here right now. Yeah, man. So what do you want the world to know about you right now in this season of your life? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Ooh, good question. You it's are like creative. <laughs> I'm a creative person, yes. Um, I am a musician and singer-songwriter. Um, I'm a wedding photographer. I wear a lot of hats. Um, I am currently nannying. There's like a lot of a lot of good stuff I've got going on, but I really, I think, primarily identify with my creative identity, like pretty, pretty primarily. Um, I'm currently working on releasing an EP early next year, my first one. Um, Can't yeah. wait. Ooh, so excited. Actually, you were like the person who really, I think, got me starting thinking about that a little bit more than... Really? Well, one of the first people, for sure. I did not know that. Yeah, I, don't, I never thought I'd do that. Like, music is my thing. Like, music is. is the thing that I love. It's the thing that I'm the most passionate about. Um, in my life, I've I've always been like that kid, like whenever I was younger, that was like, <laughs> my mom has a story that she loves to tell of me like being in like the doctor's bathroom, like the bathroom in like the doctor's office <laughs> and like singing at the top of my lungs yeah. and everybody could hear me. Um, and I just like, I kind of always grew up that way, but I think being surrounded by creative people, there's like an intimidation that you feel of like, am I good enough to release this you know am I good enough to really run with this and so as a result I kind of like kept all that on a shelf for a while I just kind of was leading worship at a church for a few years but um yeah then just decided to really throw my my heart into music after a breakup last year and it was just super helpful for me to process everything and I think the majority of my life as far as who I am is uh, a creative person with a lot of deep emotions but I have a lot of fun but I think that all of like the depth of what I feel and like the emotion that I feel kind of comes out in my creativity and all of the things I create. So, yeah. Now let's, I want to ask you some questions about that. So mm-hmm. to set the stage again, in my last episode, I, I talked a little bit about risk and how risk in my, in my mind, when, when you decide to take that risk, it's a commitment to doing something that is very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And so for you, you've been doing music for a really long time, but even in in our conversations, I suspected that, and you even said it, like this was an area that was, it was hard to just jump over that gap to decide that you are, that you were going to go through this process of creating an EP. So what, what was that moment that made you decide hey no matter what I don't care I'm just gonna go for it yeah well I actually had um hmm, that's a great question I have to kind of pause myself I I so I mentioned like I went through like a breakup last year it was like a three-year relationship and I had been sitting with all of these like really tough emotions where it was like I don't know how to process anything that I'm feeling. Um, I never thought I'd be here. I didn't think I'd have to like deal with this at any point. Um, and so I kind of started like actually writing music. I guess I had written a few songs like a long time ago, like over the years, but like really intentionally started writing or I shouldn't even say intentionally. I just started writing 
as a way to process what I was going through. And um, it really was like the method of communication between me and the Lord of like, hey, this is what I'm feeling. How can I work through this, you know? And um, I started like actually completing songs, which is really hard for me. I have a tendency to kind of like write the entire song except like a bridge and leave it. And I think it's because like actually completing things can be kind of scary because it's like then I'm responsible to like, honor the song and share it you know because I think I mean not every song needs to be shared but like that's kind of my conviction is like if I'm writing music it deserves to be heard you know it deserves for me to share um what it's trying to say yeah and so um so I really I think that what actually inspired me to do that was like I was sitting with the Lord one day and I really felt like he was just prompting me to share my music (laughs) on Facebook and Instagram which was like not I was not a fan. I was not into that. I didn't want to do it. It was super like, like you were talking about, like it was super risky for me. And I was like, these aren't even that good. Like I'm, I don't even believe in this. <laughs> like, um, but I just really felt like I was supposed to do that. And whenever I did, a good friend of mine who um, ended up becoming my producer, he like immediately was like, I didn't even know you wrote music. Like you, you need to keep it up. And I really respect him specifically in his, um, his opinion, because he's a really incredible singer songwriter too. His name's John Lucas. And, um, just kind of having that like response from him and then other people like in the music world that I really respected and like other friends like you and like, I don't know, like Justin, like just different friends that are like incredibly musical, like his opinions that I like really appreciate being like, Hey, I really believe in this. Um, then kind of, had me continue and yeah I think as far as like actually recording the EP though it took Lucas being like you need to do this yeah yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah and I was saying at some in, in the last episode that you need people that are going to push you mm-hmm. because even I would say that you are one of those people that you, you encourage people to take risk oh, and oftentimes you. when we you're that person. I know for me, I sometimes can be that person. It can be really hard to decide for ourselves mm-hmm. to take that risk. So that's why we need other people that are willing to say, oh, no, you're not just going to sit and do nothing. You're going to do something yep. with yep. what you've been gifted with. So I know for, for me, it's been really cool to see you exercise that kind of, dare I say, faith in, mm. in what you have and what you have to offer and mm-hmm. I can't wait until the rest of the world gets to hear. And, and Thanks, pal. one of the things that I was thinking about on my drive over here was that why do I want to have Olivia on? Like, why, why is that important to me? I know why that's important. But I think I want to communicate to you and to whomever wants to take this that I think the biggest reason is that so often – it's easy to want to see someone be successful and you only interact with them once they are successful, Mm -hmm. right? Like you Mm -hmm. see the finished product. And what I love about you is that you are, what I love about this season of your life is that you are still very much so in process Mm -hmm. and you're doing the hard things and you are putting in the work, the effort, Mm -hmm. and even just like the posture of your heart you are having to dig through some really hard things. And so I just know it's a matter of time before other people get to see what what your close friends have seen about you. So mm-hmm. this Thank is a you. really, really exciting time. So yeah. one of the things I want for you, once once your EP comes out, I would love to have you back on and we can talk more specifically 
about that, about For like sure. your songs and, and the whole creative process. But what is it that you want people to take away from your music? Have you mm. thought about that or have you? Yeah, I have actually. I think that that, that to me is the point. Um, if I'm going to make music that I'm going to share and not just hoard to myself and not just, um, I, I don't know. I think that music should be reflective of humanity or at least different portions of people going through different things it shouldn't just reflect um something that, that just means something to me you know and like I can keep those songs to myself like that matters to me like I have a few of those I'm not going to be sharing yeah. you know but um I think I mean granted what matters to other people will also be what's true to you and what's true to your experience so to me um what I want people taking away from my music is like number one I want to be honest in all that I do. So like some of my songs are brutally honest, like me being like, I mean, I wrote a song about anxiety that's going to be coming out on this EP. And, um, I honestly never thought that I would share it with the world because it was so vulnerable for me. Um, but what I recognized was that if the purpose of me sharing my music is to better people and to better their lives, then I want to share something that's going to actually, um, be meaningful enough to help them feel something and to help them process their emotions and I know that like anxiety is kind of like I don't know anything whenever it comes to mental health is kind of taboo people don't like to talk about it and I was super intentional like whenever I was struggling with like really crippling anxiety like I was at a point where I couldn't even drive by myself where I couldn't be at home by myself where I couldn't like there's there's a lot of things I couldn't do um, because of how like legitimately crippling the anxiety was for me um that I I knew that like the depth that I was feeling was only deeper for others um, and I wanted to give voice to people who were experiencing that and so for me like writing that song for instance like just an ex- as an example like it was um, my way of trying to help people feel um, feel for people who are going through anxiety and kind of be able to relate and walk in empathy in that way um, while also creating a safe place for the people who are experiencing anxiety to see another person being honest about it. Because um, I think like I have like this strong conviction that like that which stays in the dark will continue to breed and become bigger. And whenever you expose it, it will actually be exposed to light and it will stop growing kind of like leaven and bread. And mm. um that's how I feel like with my music is like if I can expose these hard things and I can help people see that they're not alone in that while also helping other people feel what other people might be going through and create empathy in their hearts then I'm doing my job you know um and so I'm not about to sit over here and just write like I don't know some kumbaya song that I'm not feeling I'm not gonna like say that I'm feeling great when I'm not feeling great if I'm feeling bad I'm feeling bad and uh, I'm gonna write a song that that reflects that and helps people feel that so I guess to really like summarize my oh, answer, it probably is like, I just want to help people feel things. Like mm. if my music can help another person feel who struggles to feel like, or struggles to even accept their emotions, then like, then that is me utilizing the gift that I feel like the Lord's giving me. You yeah. Know? I love that. And I think it's, it's amazing that you have such a clear idea of what you want your, your music to accomplish and why you're putting yourself out there Mm. in that way. And I have to imagine that even in the midst of such a clear and concise answer for that, 
there still has to be an element of oh wow this feels very vulnerable to share yeah. all of these <laughs> all the time all of these things so yep. how do you how do you reconcile <laughs> those things oh i'm a person who lives from belief um i have a really strong sense of responsibility in my life i think and as a result like i can't not respond to what i think i'm created to do i can't just like not do it like I just, it's just not a part of me. Um, I can't let like lethargy or laziness keep me from walking in the truth of what I'm called to. Um, which I recognize like a lot of this is like Christian lingo, but like, if I feel like I'm, I'm supposed to do something then I'm going to do it. And even if I'm doing it afraid, um, I yeah. think that music for me is the most vulnerable thing that I make. Like it was, that was honestly probably like the reason why I was so hesitant to ever do it was that I knew that, like, man, these songs, like, oof, these are deep. Like, these yeah, are, like, they are. these are real. Like, I'm I'm not cutting corners. I'm not BSing people. Like, yeah. I'm not lying about how I'm feeling just to make someone else feel a little bit better. Like, I'm going to plunge you into the depths of my freaking despair if, yeah. if, like, that's how I'm feeling. Now, granted, like, I'm not always sad. But, like, As you're a laughing. lot of my music <laughs> is kind of sad. And I think it's so that, like, I can also like kind of live this life happily um outside of that but I kind of reconcile the fear of vulnerability with just being like well we're all gonna be afraid doing the right things you know like if if uh there's so many people who if they hadn't taken risks we wouldn't have the incredible things that are around us, you know? And, um, I think if we look around the world, like even, even in this building, like if someone never thought, Oh, maybe I can like try to create electricity, like, or like figure out how electricity works and like create a light bulb to like, you know, connect to those two things. Like we wouldn't have electricity, you know, like there's <laughs> I just completely butchered the way that that probably actually works That's for okay. all of you science nerds, but <laughs> no judgment here. <laughs> are we sure? Um, well. yeah, I know. I know. Um, but I really think that like, if we don't do what we're afraid to do, I, I really honestly maybe think that like the thing that we're the most afraid to do is like the thing that we probably are the most called to. I completely agree with that. And it kind of piggybacks off of what I was talking about in my last, in my, I guess, origin story of this podcast and mm-hmm. how for me, it's been something that has been on my heart for really a long time, except I didn't nail it down to it being a podcast until probably earlier this year. And it's been something I have never been able to quite get out of my head. So Mm -hmm. I can so relate to what you just said. And it's really cool to see you stepping out in that way. And hopefully there's a lot of you, you guys out there that are listening that aren't native or you don't live in the Charlotte area. And because I'm going to talk a little bit about Charlotte for a split second, I can say that in, in our friend circles, the people that we've come to know, it's been amazing because... I just feel like there has been such an explosion of people that we know that are doing things that they feel completely passionate about. Yeah. And so that can't help but rub off. There's a synergy that happens. Yeah. You mm-hmm. put out your EP. Um, I have other friends producing things. I am starting this podcast. I just feel like, oh, wow, we are stepping into a really special place as a creative community here in yep. Charlotte. And I feel like for you, as you're – as January or whenever you decide to release your EP, I cannot wait to see how people respond to that because mm-hmm. I think that is something that is much needed. Thanks, pal. On a much lighter note, I remember 
Olivia and some other friends of ours, we were going to the mountains last month. <laughs> and Olivia was like, oh, <laughs> let me play this song for you guys. It was a sad song. <laughs> it was great song. However, oh. it was very foggy outside. We were. It was quintessential. It was perfect. I was like, if y'all don't get me out of this car, I need to find Our little seven over here. You need to explain what that is. There are some people that don't know what the Enneagram is. What is seven? I I, I can't. uh, Just what is seven? Sure. Okay, number one, go look up the Enneagram. Go to the EnneagramInstitute.com and figure out what you are. It is so important, honestly. I, I I can't stress that enough. Sevens are like, kind of like... I'm going to, like, do, like, a lot of stereotypes. So, like, if you're a seven, don't hate me. I'm offended. But, like, <laughs> they're kind of, like, more happy-go-lucky. They um, really carry, like, a lot of energy. They're, like, pretty happy. They're, like, friends with everybody. But they kind of, like, avoid pain and they avoid, like, the harder things in life if they're not healthy. Right. Um, and that is, like, for them to be, <laughs> for you to say something like, <laughs> like, get me out of this car. There's too much emotions going on. Like, on Sunday, it was Henry's birthday. Oh, no. Just a few <laughs> days ago. And, like, before the day, he was, like, nobody, like, do that thing that people do where, like, they, like, stop you and, like, put you in the middle and, like, say encouraging things. Like, I don't want any sentimentality. Correct. And I was, like, dying. Because, like, I actually requested that at my birthday last year because it's, I'm a four. You did. You did. I am, like, the opposite of Henry, but, like, I mean, we're still pretty kindred. But, <laughs> but yeah, like, just, like, the whole, like, I don't want any sentimentality. The whole day he was, like, nobody be sentimental. All right, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. I can hear you guys getting all like, sweet over here. I'm about to leave. <laughs> I'm going to play so. games, and I'm going to kick somebody's butt. I'm about to go beat all y'all. Correct. In a Dutch Blitz. Correct. Cor- and I did that day. That If y'all don't know what Dutch Blitz is, you better educate yourself. In Super Smash Bros. Yes. Melee, the only way to play. That is the only way. With the, Hopefully the items Killing are turned off. Zelda. I am. You turn the items on. Yeah. No, I turned them off. Interesting. Yeah. It's was it a more, Sean who turned them on? Somebody, tur- somebody turned them on. That somebody hmm. was not me. Let me tell you why. He's like, I am the real OG. I'm actually going to win because I'm actually good at what I do. Correct. It's mm-hmm. all a technical battle when you turn off the items. I don't want to just get a <laughs> hammer and start hammering away. There, I don't. There's no victory in that. You know, just turn. Anyway. There's victory in knowing how to press A when you need to press A. Correct. You're trying to call me out. (laughs) I I am not trying to call you out. Anyway, (laughs) she mad. So I don't know how we got in. Anyway, so I remember at your party, I actually had sentimental things to say. I I specifically remember that. You have the ability to be sentimental. I'll be that for somebody else all day long. However, when it comes, I want people to have fun. I don't mind going deep, but it was my birthday party and... You cannot deny the person whose birthday it is what they request. So he said. It was all about me. <laughs> all about me. I think that's why I won everything I played that day, including games against you. Interesting. Well, We can have a conversation off mic. Can we? Bring it out to the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, okay, sorry. Let's, let's kind of. So you also are a wedding photographer. Uh-huh. So what I want to know, we've talked about very serious things, and I love it. I have a phone full of very serious conversations with you. What are your biggest pet peeves as a wedding photographer? Why are you laughing? I'm going to lose business. Uh, <laughs> um, you mean like with, like in what context? You're at a wedding. Uh-huh. You're shooting the wedding. 
Oh. Um, drunk guests trying to hit me up. Mm. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, that's that, make, that makes me sound like I'm bragging on myself for getting hit on. But no, I mean, that's always, that's that's annoying. It happens. Um, I had a, I had one dude, he, he won't be listening to this, I can guarantee that, who asked me to take a picture of his butt because he had a what? tattoo on his butt. He was a groomsman. And he was like, can you take a picture of like my tattoo? And I was like, Incorrect. brother, you're drinking blueberry beer and like getting sloshed and vaping. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't answer to you. Nope. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a number of things I could say. <laughs> Do you? I've read in, in the past that photographers get upset when someone tries to take the perfect wedding photo on their iPhone or, or whatever, oh, yeah. and it blocks the actual photographer of what mm-hmm. they're able to do. I would imagine that's maybe a pet peeve. To be honest, I make it so clear with my clients beforehand that I won't tolerate that. And she said, "I have standards." Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Um, I Respect. and this is. I mean, I sound really like hard ass about this. Um, hard knocker if you want to that. but um, <laughs> I promised I wouldn't cause um but here we are here we are um yeah I I, I told them like or I like I tell my clients up front like I, I have no problem with telling a guest to like to get out of my way because in general, I hate conflict. In general, I avoid it. But whenever I'm in work mode, I'm trying to get my clients, like, the best work. Absolutely. So I'll, like, kick a person out and be like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm actually the photographer. I'm about to, like, jump in front of you. Like, you can wait to do this, like, later. So, yeah, it's yep. definitely annoying. But yep. I don't have a problem with it because I kind of just nip it in the bud. Now, how long have you been a wedding photographer? You're so creative. Music, <sighs> photography, Enneagram master. Wow, I need to be doing a podcast with you every day. I'm being all pumped up over here. I know that's it for Puff the my that's head. it for um, the encouragement. No more encouragement. <laughs> that's it. Um, I've been a wedding photographer for three and a half years. What inspired you to do that? It happened on accident. <laughs> How do you accidentally get into wedding photography? Um, well, photography. I started doing um, friends' uh, senior portraits and family sessions back whenever I was a senior in high school. So this was actually four years ago, um, or like four and a half years ago, I guess. I'm young, y'all, but um, I I started then, and then people started seeing our work, and friends of friends found out, and then randomly someone was like, hey, we can't pay you a lot of money, but will you do like our wedding photography? And we were like, I mean, hey, like if we can take 600 bucks, then we'll take 600 bucks, and yep. we'll do it. So um, yeah, did that, and kind of never looked back, found out I was in love with, I, lo- I love it, like it's like my favorite thing. You have such a gift at, I told you, no more compliments. However, the listeners should know, Olivia is very good at what she does. What is your Instagram handle? It's at quilt and color photo. And you have a website as well, correct? Yes, quiltandcolorphoto.com. Easy enough. So what we're going to do at the, well, I guess in the podcast description, you are going to have a link to her webpage and link it up. her book me give me money you just lost your linking privileges <laughs> just kidding you'll find all that information in the podcast <laughs> description um but i, I want to kind of put a pin in the conversation because we are going to have olivia back on and there's so many other things that i haven't even gotten to talk about but i feel like it's going to be much better in the context of the music that is coming out soon um Mm-hmm. But just to give you guys a one last little bit, 
I met Olivia, what was that, 2014? Yes, New Year's. No, was it New Year's? I feel like it was New Year's. It was at some point in 2014. Who who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I specifically remember meeting you, and you know the story I've told you a billion times, but our listeners do not know the story. I remember feeling like you, you were meant to be someone that I would see as my younger sister. And I didn't understand why at the time I thought that's why I I don't, I'm good. Really. I'm totally fine. And then makes sense until probably a few years later as to why I felt so strong, like such a strong kinship to you. And I might be a little bit older than you, but I'm, I've been so blessed to have you in my life. Mm -hmm. And Anybody that knows me and you knows that I'm I'm very protective. I will fight for you with every fiber of my being. Oh yeah. So real big brother vibes. Yes. So y'all might think I'm not sentimental, but <laughs> you but, wanted to end this by saying I'm not just a seven wing eight. Duh. Anyway, you can't throw out <laughs> random numbers at my nut. Well, there are some people who don't know the enneagram. Yeah, we have to cater to everyone. I get that. You're, go exactly. and fix that, y'all. It, yes, please go look it up. It's better to know yourself. Although there are a myriad of ways to know yourself. Anyway, yeah, I <laughs> I am very protective. I'm so thankful you're in my life. And <laughs> Me too. Yeah, this is our last time hanging out together. And I'm going to try and <sighs> not get sentimental. So you leave. So she's going to be gone for a couple of months, two and a half months or so. Starting, You leave on Monday, right? Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh-huh. I am going out of town on Sunday, but this was our last bit of time to spend together. So I am so thankful that you and I got to spend time together with everyone else that's going to listen to this podcast. Oh, so it's dear to my heart. Aww. So sweet. Thank you for having me, Henry. Of course. You know, I'll be anytime. back. Oh, yeah. I'll be back. Oh, not after that. Why did you do that? Oh. Anyway, hey, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. This has been episode three of the My Day Off podcast, and we look forward to sharing more content with you in the future. Like, subscribe, follow. Come on, come on. Come on. We got to pump Henry up. Yes. Edify your brother. Yeah. Oh, that should be a hashtag. Hashtag edify your brother. Edify the My Day podcast. Amen. (laughs) And all God's people said. Amen. Amen and amen.